0: Choice for a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements.
1: I'm attorney Mike DiBasquale. After a car wreck, we'll fight to get you all the money you deserve. And you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this. 816 Oh, Mike's got this. Let's go ahead and stay in that smaller school uh, realm and bring in our own Cole Young. And Cole, you know, we saw some games last week that uh, were eye-openers. And I think I'm going I'm to ask you about it first. Lafayette County, 35. Richmond, 26. And the last six points for Richmond were scored in the last minute of that game. So they really kind of handled them. Uh, That to me was as eye-opening a game as any in the, you know, class one, two, three or four last week.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right. I think this probably tells you that we can throw out that first week. Lafayette County had uh, that five point loss against a pretty good penny team, a really good penny team. Um, But yeah, you see what Richmond had done leading up to this game. Um, You know, I think, Probably that tells you a couple things. I think, I think Richmond's still a pretty good team, but I think Lafayette County has really asserted itself as maybe one of the top, I would say, four or five teams in Class 2 now. Cole,
1: in Class 1 in the Kansas City Metro, who do you see as the people who are in best position right now to be steps down into the playoffs?
0: Yeah, so if you look at how the bracket's set up right now, I think, I think Windsor's going to be pretty good. Um, And then I think you go up to the KCI and I think whoever survives that district, you know, that's a district that is just absolutely loaded with, um, you know, mid Buchanan, Penny, West Platt, who I think last week we realized is all of a sudden pretty good. Um, You know, I think we, you look at this week and you say whoever comes out of that mid buck um, Hamilton, Penny, whatever you want to call them game is probably, is probably up in that conversation with East Buck. So, really, you're looking at one of those four teams. That's a real murderer's row of dist- that district. To me, whoever survives out of Midbuck, Eastbuck, West Platte, and Wellington is going to go on, and then they'll play, obviously, Hamilton or Penny and then Windsor. So, that's kind of my group right now. Um, you know. But then it gets weird because there's Monroe City in Class 1, who I think is probably as good as any of them that really has, has bounced around and played a lot of class two, um, but is, is back down in class one this year. So that's a long yeah. way of the answer to say there's a lot of good teams.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think, I think you look at that, the, the top half of the KCI, if you spread them out across the state and different districts, you, you, there's a good chance that, that they'd all be in the quarterfinals. I mean, yeah. they're that, they're that good. And then, you know, and, uh, it's going to be interesting, you know, and then you look at class two, we talk about Lafayette County and Richmond, they're in the same district. Um, and, and so it's, And, you know, along with like a Holden team that's improved. Uh, um, You know, so there's – there's. it's funny how some years you can have teams, only one team in a district is any good, and then some years you've got several teams in a district that are pretty good. You look at Class 3, you know, I love Odessa, and they're on the run. The last two weeks make me
0: think that that run may be coming to an end at some point. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And to go back quickly to Class 2, yeah, I mean, you know, there's – you know, Lafayette County talked about, there's two of the top four teams in class two with Lamar and fair Grove in the same district. So it's really just about getting out of your district and seeing what happens. But yeah, Odessa, um, they're having a, a, a little tougher go of it probably than I think we, we thought they were going to. Um, but that's also probably to say that I think Pleasant Hills pretty good now. I think yeah. we can finally say, okay, that Harrisonville game wasn't a fluke. And I mean, Buffalo's not a bad squad. That that they lost two by one on,
1: on the road with you know short prep. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know. So I think I think we're gonna see. You know, Pleasant Hills one of those teams. They could win out. They now, granted, they've got three tough three. They got four tough ones left this year. But if they really kind of get it together, um, you know, they're a team that we could be talking about in the playoffs as really kind of setting the stage to be in a good spot. District wise as well.
1: This question is to both of you. Do you think Pius is better this year than they were last
0: year? That's a good question. Yeah. That's a really good question. I think I think we're going to find out a little bit more about Pius this week. I know St. James isn't, you know, St. James is 0 4 coming into this game, but that's a that's a good 0 4. If if there is such a thing, oh, I mean, they've played a bunch of gigantic schools. Um, I think I think Pius is as good as they were last year. Now, whether they can, whether what that means in Class Three, I don't know. Uh, But this week's an interesting week for Pius to see kind of how they stack up against St. James because previously this was the game St. James was playing Rockhurst instead of Pius. They did last year. They jumped
1: on last year and did that. So, you know, the thing about St. Pius is there's no Lamar in Class Three. Like there, like there is in Class Two, mm-hmm. where St. Pius, you know, that had a kind of a roadblock, which you know, then they let's not kid ourselves, they were a, a pick and a two-point conversion away from winning that state championship game. It was a you know an eight-six game or seven-six game. So <clears throat> I don't know. I think maybe they're a little better offense, offensively this year. Pius is, uh, but I I don't know if the defense, without you know the the safety and the linebacker yeah. that they had last year, is is as good. But the offense is better. I think the offense is a year older, and that's that's made them better there.
0: What and what you have to keep in mind with Class Three is there's Odessa on this side, and I and but then there is a low. Class Three is loaded with talent. Yeah, with a lot of a lot of teams that look a lot like Saint Pius, Blair Oaks Valley, Saint Mary's, a Boonville team that's kind of came out of nowhere. It's going to be a that's gonna be an interesting group. Class three, I hope everybody stays healthy this year because that was supposed to be fantastic last well, year. Well, because be there's year.
1: there's no guarantees. Like Blair Oaks, you felt like right. an Odessa last year, and Odessa had to COVID out. Right. Um, but no. Well, hey, Colt's it's gonna be another great week. And I know you get to you're you're gonna to go to Liberty North and get an eyeballs on them and uh, for a second time after seeing them do against Ray Peck and uh, against Park Hill. Uh, that should be a good one too.
0: Yeah, no, I'm excited to see what Park Hill has. I mean, this is this is Park Hill's a good chance for them to kind of cement themselves on where they're going to be in class six this year. Um, you know, they lost at least some at West early, but then they've really, they've kind of turned it around and, you know, for Liberty North, I think Liberty North's ready to, to kind of get back in gear because their things don't slow down for them in the next three weeks. You know, I think, I think coach Jones wants to get things cranking up for the playoffs at this point.
1: Yeah, this is definitely a good run for them. Well, Cole, that's going to be another great week. Looking forward to reading your stuff on Friday night and have a good one. We'll chat with you again soon.